Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist. And today I'm here with Jane Whiting, relationship and ancestral coach. Welcome, Jane. Thank you, Joni. It's such a delight and honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. So Jane is a wife and a mother and a grandmother who has worked part-time as a registered nurse for over 30 years while passionately pursuing her own spiritual path. She's a relationship and ancestral healing coach and the founder of Quantum Coaching with Jane. And her mission is to empower passionate women to break free from the wounds of the past so they can experience the love and the life that they deserve. Whew. So that's quite a mission, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. yes, I love that you are an ancestral healing coach and would love to hear more about that. Yes, well, um, the ancestral healing is actually the favorite part of my favorite part of the work that I do, Joni, because we are a, a continuum of our ancestors. They have a major influence on every area of our lives, and largely in our Western culture, that isn't recognized. People often forget about their ancestors, but really when our ancestors pass over, they're not that different on the other side and they are still a very powerful presence in our life. Everything about us is influenced by our ancestors, you know, right down to how we look, to our preferences, um, you know, our likes and dislikes, even allergies. It just every area, our physical, emotional and spiritual self is deeply influenced by our ancestral line. And to ignore that and not acknowledge them and remember them is really an insult to them. So, and the more this working, once you start opening up to your ancestors, it's just profound how, how beautiful, because we all have loving ancestors who want to connect with us and help with us. So I think for many people, it's a missing link. Mm. Um, and I'm sure in times to come we will be much more aware and much more honoring and respectful of our ancestors. Yes, I actually um, have devoted this podcast series to my maternal grandmother and I have felt her presence and her support um, of my work and of the, the healing work that I do and I I feel like it is providing her with healing as well. Is, uh, is, is that what you've noticed in your experience? Most definitely. And I, I, can, I think 
See, our grandmothers didn't have the opportunities that we have, even the energy. We are the way we are now because we're responding to the planetary influences and the universal forces. This is the energy of the times. But for them, they were very restricted and they couldn't speak their voice. They were dependent on the, the men in their lives. They had to people please. And we are so blessed to have the freedom that we have and the opportunities that we have. And so for our many of our grandmothers and foremothers, but I particularly experienced that with one of my grandmothers as well, who I never even knew, mm. was that um, a lot of the guilt that I was carrying, I was carrying this unknown guilt. I didn't know where it came from. I had no clue. And then one day when I was meditating, she just came, she just connected with me and communicated with me her guilt from falling pregnant out of wedlock mm. and having to marry my grandfather. And the tears that flowed for weeks afterwards whenever I thought of her or connected with her and the love that came back to me as I was able to communicate with her, hear her story and, and feel for her and pray for her, mm. it was so a big shift happened. So, And so there's an, a, a perfect example, like you said, Joni, my guilt that I was carrying and my daughter said something similar to me. She said, I'm carrying this guilt and I don't even know what it's about. Mm. It wasn't my guilt, it, although it was because it was my grandmother's guilt. So um, we, uh, and somebody said to me the other day, they really feel that we've we've come in, we come in to heal the wounds of the previous generation, and most definitely, I that's been my experience, and mm. it's so rewarding, it's so beautiful. It is. It's it's just it's bringing me to tears. Just the thought of it. Mm. Mm, that happens a lot and yeah because our ancestors are with us encouraging us loving us and they from my understanding of it they actually are dependent on us on the other side to help them with their transition into the higher realms of consciousness so when they pass over if they're feeling if they're hurt or they're carrying lack of forgiveness or if there's feuding within the family, you know, like different sides of the family are feuding or whatever, Catholic married a Protestant or, you know, all those unlimited number of reasons, they often are holding on to that on the other side. Um, the, the conditions around what happened at the time of their death, it all has a big influence on um, the soul's transition. And so very often on the other side, people have this, belief that everything's all love and light when you pass over well it's not necessarily it depends on the consciousness of the person whether they're frightened of being punished and they had very limited you know very um fear-based beliefs even more so than what we have now about god and you know doing right and wrong so um yeah so our ancestors it, to in the Eastern cultures, many of them and the shamans, they see it as their duty, as their obligation when their ancestors pass over to pray for them on the other side to help them move on so they're not stuck. So that doesn't, because when our ancestors are stuck, that flows back to us because we are a continuum of them, continuum of them. So it can be a big obstacle for us in our lives. Mm, wow. That, yeah, uh, <laughs> it is wow. Yes, it, it really, um, it shines a light on an aspect of our experience that 
we don't often think about, or as you said, it, it, it just doesn't show up in our culture. So I wonder how either in your own experience or in your work with, with clients, if it has impacted in the financial realm or within the relationship with money, does it show up there as well? Oh, look, most definitely. And I had this realization a while ago that I was really lacking gratitude towards my forefathers because they were the providers for eons of time. The men were, to, you know, the sole responsibility of providing for their family. And many of them worked very hard in very different times, very difficult conditions. Um, in our culture, many of them came out, or they all came out by ship very long um, mm -hmm. for months very difficult conditions arrived in a very barren um, land and um, my grandfather or great-grandfather I think it was worked really hard to build up a you know a family legacy that was passed on and then when future generations don't recognize that when they we were you know, I was insensitive to that. I didn't have appreciation, and even now I don't. I really have very little understanding of what it was like for him. But it, I expressed a lot of love and gratitude when I realised how cross he was. He was peeved. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like oh, I've done. I worked so hard, and it's true. Like lack of gratitude is is a really big problem. I think for all of us, and in today's world, and. Uh, they just want to be acknowledged. So mm. for me, that was really important, I felt, was acknowledging my grandfather. I knew that that would help me in my financial flow, as does our relationship with our parents, particularly our father, if mm -hmm. that's the beginning of that male ancestral line. Really, really important to be at peace within ourselves. And, and not, I'm not talking about the other world, the other, um, the outer world, even if you're you know, no matter what's happened in this relationship, it's just a law. It's a universal law that's not negotiable. So somehow or other, and this is where our connection within to our inner divine, our presence, the goddess within or whatever you want to call it, is key in helping us on this journey of back to wholeness and back to peace and to fulfillment. And, and praying for our ancestors is a very big part of that as well, asking their God or you know, the, whatever you want to call it, the angels, to move them, to help them forgive, let go, um, asking for their forgiveness. That's what I, I said, you know, with my, once again, I cried my eyes out. It's so moving. And I, I was so apologetic, like, I'm so sorry that I, I've hurt you and been so insensitive to you. Please forgive me. Mm -hmm. And that's an ongoing, that's a work in progress. I think it's really important almost on a daily basis just to tune in for a moment and express gratitude to our ancestors because uh, when they are happy with us, then they can help us. So um, they can, you know, help money to flow into our lives. And um, while we're on this that question, also with my foremother's journey, what I found was I discovered with, um, earlier, you know, earlier in the year. I realized that there was a there'd been a major loss in the sacred feminine power in my the, in my lines of ancestry and I don't really know much more I don't know anything more about it it was a few generations back I think but it was very damaging and those foremothers were very wounded still on the other side so there was a major loss of 
healing power, wisdom, mm. and mysteries like the sacred feminine mysteries. And it was affecting me very much. I had a bit of, I had a crisis and I turned to my ancestors in despair, like what's going on here? Why is this happening? And this is what I realized. So as I, and I actually worked with some shamans and um, there's, there's so many different ways that we can work with our ancestors, but through doing a ritual and doing an offering, offering food, and I love rituals, but that that's not for everyone. And dancing and singing and expressing gratitude and um, had candles that burnt in the room for five days afterwards. It was just absolutely magnificent. And doing that, it, that that's, that ceremony created a shift in my life where I felt an opening. I felt an expansion. I felt a worthiness that came, that came back to me, a sense of empowerment that was very depleted and I didn't even really realize realize it and it explains so much about my life and my mother's life because mum had a very difficult life she was very damaged mm. and that damage flowed on to me so I, I could talk about this for ages Joni I hope I'm not going <laughs> too long but just another thing I wanted to say while I think of it was I was also, a few years back, I realized that I had taken on in my, the cells and atoms of my being my, my, belief, my mother's beliefs about money. And mum was, I don't know if mum lived through the, the depression, but her parents lived, my grandparents lived through the, the depression, although mum was adopted, which is another issue. But there's that, there was that cellular fear around money that yeah, I took yes. on from my mother and I could feel feel it in my energy body. It was like it was this really low frequency belief system that was so oppressive. And, uh, you know, just recognizing that in itself, having an awareness is, is, gives us something to work with to start with. So uh, I can't emphasize how much uh, for our, our parents and our ancestral lineage is affecting and also how our ancestors earned their money, that becomes our karma, how we inherit. Um, did, did you say how they earned their money? Yes, how they earned their money is our karma. Interesting. Mm, so because there's many different types of karma, one of them is our money karma, right? relationship karma, our ancestral karma, our country karma, goes on and on, our family karma, our personal karma, just goes on and on. But... Um, so also our legacy when we inherit money in a will. Yes. That, however that money was earned, property that comes to us, all of that is, uh, has a major, you know, is a big factor in influencing our capacity to earn money also. Um, wow. Yeah, so. Wow. Mm. That, that is, I, I would love to open that up further. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if we have time to go into all of that, but that that seems very significant. Mm, it is. Um, yes, we may we may have to do a part two on this to, <laughs> to get into that. Because um, that that does seem huge. Um, mm. And uh, has me quite curious. Um, is the, is there a brief answer to that, or is it is it really an in depth explanation to the ancestral to the ancestral karma related to uh, to what you receive financially from your uh, from your ancestors, so through inheritance or whatnot, and how that impacts your ability 
to open to flow or to flourish in the here and now? Well, I guess, and we don't, you don't need to know anything about your ancestors because as I said, mum was adopted. So I know very little about mum's side of the family, but it's, it, we don't even need to know these things. We just need to be aware mm. and communicate and pray and build up our good karmic bank account actually because living here on earth we're all we we're just naturally creating negative karma through existing here on earth we can't help that so everybody has negative karma but we just need to balance it out with as much positive karma as we possibly can and one of the really just talk communicating opening that line of communication with our ancestors because if they've earned money through an unethical means or through um, uh, you know, abusing others or exploiting others, then that will keep them stuck on the other side. Mm. So all we need to do is um, pray for them, talk to them about it, tell them to let go of their guilt. There's no point in them staying stuck any longer because, you know, it's happened. They can't do anything about it. Tell them we forgive them. If we've played a, a role in any place, in any form in this lifetime or in previous lifetimes, then Tell them, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Please don't stay stuck. Please don't hold on to guilt. Don't be frightened of moving up into the higher realms. So much bliss and joy and love awaits you that is unimaginable to us at this earthly level. And just, you know, it's not it, it's not a, a, a death sentence in terms of opening us to our fulfillment and to wealth and to you know, a wonderful life. It's just about... It's a work in progress, as I said, and um, communicating with our ancestors. Yeah. So I can go a little bit more into that, if you like, about an ancestral altar, and would that be helpful? Well, what would be helpful is is giving our listeners just a, some simple ways that they could begin to open or connect with their ancestors or their ancestral line. and. Before you go into that, I, I just want to name one piece that came through for me is uh, this is really an opportunity. It's another opportunity for us as, as women to take leadership in our families because I, I do think we're being called to take leadership in our, our families that are here on earth with us to you know to take spiritual leadership or to take leadership in terms of health and well-being and and as i'm hearing you describe this work with the ancestral line it, we're also in a position to be of support or leadership with with that side of our family as well those that are not living here on earth any longer so i'm just i'm really struck by that which i, I think oh is important to underline most definitely, I so wholeheartedly agree with you. This is our time. This is our role in these times. And we are being called to step up and step out and heal our relationships, heal our families. People, sometimes people say, well, you know, why should I do it? I'm always the one. Well, do it for yourself. Do it for, we do it for ourselves first and foremost, for our own fulfillment so that we can be free, so that we can be open to receiving and, and have the money flow and express ourselves creatively. Uh, creatively. And, you know, it's, it is, it's our role. It's because we've been so damaged and it's the feminine that is um, um, intuitive, that is, um, loving that is able to express their emotions and we need to do that 
to help the men in our lives so that they can do it as well because they're very the masculine is very damaged also and really largely women are operating from their wounded masculine that's how we were relating in our relationships we don't know how to you know each is damaged but I, that is my that is just you've summed up my passion Joni because this we need to wake up as women we hold so much power yes and we need to use that wisely in a way that is sensitive and intuitive and is um, gentle in a way. I mean, at times it needs we need we need to be really strong and ferocious as well. But um, and this we're doing this for our grandmothers and our mothers and our foremothers and our children and our husbands and our grandfathers. It's but it is it, it's so important. It is, and sometimes we don't feel strong, or sometimes we don't feel capable of stepping into leadership, but through our own healing, you know, we need to start with start with ourselves. And then as we can find our voice, as you said, and find that role of, um, of, of healing, and mm -hmm. supporting um, mm -hmm. those that came before us and those that are coming after us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to tell us um, one or two things that we can do to connect with our ancestral lines and to, to open up that process. Okay. So first and foremost, just connect with them in your heart. That's what I do every day. Call them in. And it's the past seven generations that are the most influential and it's the direct line, mother, or, or starting with grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents. It's that direct line. There's 254 of them mm -hmm. that has the most impact on us. If you were adopted, then that, um, then that has an influence as well. Also, our, our partners, ancestors have an influence too, although I, I really solely work with my ancestors at this stage. Call them in and just acknowledge them. Just express gratitude to them. Start talking to them. If you can, find a few photos. If you have a little healing room or your own altar, have a little separate altar with some pictures of, of your ancestors. If that feels right for you, put a little angel, angel statue on it. Put some fresh flowers on it. Um, light a candle. There's, you know, it, it depends on, there's lots of things we can do and it has, you have to be comfortable with it. But first and foremost, it's about the inner world. Uh, but it is nice to have some photos of them because that's a reminder. I find I've got that reminder every day when I go into my healing room. I've got my, my ancestral altar. And just start talking to them. Express gratitude. Apologize. Send them love. Um, ask how you can help them. And just, it's amazing. And I find because I'm not very particularly psychic, but lots of messages over time have come through. And I have found also in my dreams too, you can ask for guidance in your dreams to connect with your ancestors if you feel there's a, a blockage there. So it can, and it doesn't have to take long to connect with our ancestors every day, but make it heartfelt because we are our grand, grand, great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers or, or whatever. We are, you know, like it's the cycle of life continues within families and it's highly likely that, that um, that's the case. So, mm. Mm. Yes, and there's the whole 
I, I know area of science of epigenetics and how yes. that very real um, ancestral line is passing down, as you were saying at the very beginning, both physiologically but also emotional imprints on our DNA. So very yes, important. It is. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So just to shift gears a little bit, I, I know a lot of what we've talked about is is an aspect of the feminine that you have been working with. But if you were con to consider a time when you trusted your sacred feminine flow in the form that you know that to be, can, can you share a time with us? Gosh, you know, there's, there's been so many times when I've trusted that sacred, when I've just gone with something knowing that it was the right thing. Um, I think in terms of my spiritual path, I've had enormous fear around doing this work and I've been a closet light worker, spiritual seeker for a long time and now I'm you know, really stepping out. Um, so it's been a work in progress. So I think probably the work that I'm doing, because I used to have panic attacks about doing this work. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and sweat, mm. and, you know, shaking at the thought of speaking out or giving a public talk or being seen publicly. So I guess it, it, it's small steps. It, it, it's And it has been a journey of small steps, which has brought me, but I think recently we're being pushed fast now, so it's, it's sort of much bigger steps now. It's a bit like a grasshopper I'm leaping in a way now so just in terms of my life direction and the work that I'm doing and I'm so glad that I, I have persisted because we have so much I can feel my foremothers with me now it's it's and I'm not so very psychic but I can just feel their love it's so beautiful mm. so important so and that's what I emphasize that because to people and it's probably mostly women listening to this, it can be very frightening because we've got that fear in our DNA. It's in ourselves with that terror. And so it's just small steps, just a day at a time, small steps. Um, and yeah. Yes, I was going to say, just affirm what you're saying, that incremental small steps can get us there over, mm. over time. Mm-hmm. And we're being supported in ways that we've never been supported before in energetically. Mm. So trusting in that and we can, we're healing much faster. We're going through a lot more pain perhaps. The world is certainly appears to be an absolute crisis, but it's a, a healing crisis. It's, so yes. don't buy into the fear of what we're seeing because we don't hear about the absolute beauty and extraordinary miracles that are happening and shifts that are happening worldwide. Mm. Mm. Yes, and some of those kinds of miracles do happen, I, I would assume from your experience, certainly my own, just in our own intimate personal journeys or in our journeys with whether it's our ancestors or family members that are here today. And, and those are not the things that are public or publicized but profound miracles are happening these days yes that's right yes and 
Yes, it all starts with us. As we grow and heal and embody our feminine, it, it has to flow to those around us. It just does. Mm. And, yeah, it's so important and it's so beautiful, so rewarding. Why wouldn't we? Right. And it's, yes, this is what is on the other side of that, that deep fear, that deep fear of whether it's coming out of the closet or um, coming out of the shadows to, to claim your sacred feminine essence or to claim ours as for each of us as women mm. that this is what's on the other side that you're describing it is that's right yes so my final question is if you had some wisdom to share with your younger self what what would that be Oh, gosh, it would be a huge trust in big, bold cap capital letters. <laughs> um, set right your relationships just because I, I was so angry with my mother and that did, did so much damage to me. Mm. So make peace with your relationship, first and foremost with your parents. Come to a place of peace. Do it, whatever you have to do. Just pray and... Be aware that this is a key relationship and honour your ancestors. I would say connect with your ancestors, talk to your foremothers and forefathers and just take responsibility for your life. Don't stop blaming everybody else and be grateful. Just be so grateful for everything, the freedom and the opportunities and Gosh, you know, like I, sometimes, I so often can't compare myself to a, a mother in Syria you know, or a refugee. Mm. And I think, my gosh, the things that I'm worried about that, are, that seem so big to a woman on the other side of the world who's facing life and death and the survival of her children, feeding her children or their survival, my, you know, I'm so blessed. So gratitude in big, huge, bold capital letters as <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wisdom uh, well you have given us so much to contemplate and consider and to chew on and I, I know that there will be women who want to follow up and, and get more information and pursue um, just pursue this topic with you so I do want to share your uh, website which is quantumcoachingwithjane.com and that you also have a beautiful Facebook group where you share so much information that's called Clearing Relationship and Ancestral Blocks to Self-Worth, Love and Fulfillment and people can join that um, on their own. Yes? Yes. They can ask to join. Yes, I would love them to join. Yes. Anything else before we close? No, I don't think so. I, I said just small steps. This might seem overwhelming perhaps for some, but it really isn't. It's small steps. Even the journey of a 1,000 miles started with a single step. So, And just remember we have so much support um, on the other side. We all have the most beautiful, loving ancestors who are wanting to support and help us. So if only we knew. Um, so just, yeah, mm. that's all, Joni. 
Yes. So I'm, I'm taking away just the importance of recognizing that level of support that's available to us. Mm. That, that that's another resource that can allow and enable and uplift us to thrive and flourish in our own lives. Yes, that's right. So thank you, Jane. Thank you so much, Joni. It's been such a delight and honor. I just yeah, mm. love what you're doing and thank you for the opportunity and thank you to everyone who's lis who listens to this podcast. Yes, I want to say thank you as well. Thank you, dear listener, for taking your time to be with us today. And until next time, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.